0: Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show, live, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We have a lot to unpack here. We have one of the craziest week threes I've ever seen. Uh, we're three weeks in. And a lot of players are still struggling, some more than others. Some struggled week one, like Aaron Jones, come back, blow up in week two, then come back in week three and struggle. JJ looking great week one, busting week two, week three. Uh, we have all kinds of players going up and down. We have players that are hurt right now. We have players like Eckler who are underperforming. Do you still buy low on Eckler or do you actually avoid them? Damian Pierce on the way up. Damian Pierce looked really angry and aggressive today. They just need to feed him a little more. He's going to be on the uh, uh, the up and up. We got Brees Hall showing a little bit of uh, of life, but then they don't feed him enough. We got guys like Justin Jefferson just panicking everybody. I think we're definitely going to be looking for uh, some buy lows uh, in in the department of of of. Of these wide receivers and running backs like Justin Jefferson is going to be an amazing, I think, buy low. Um, we, got, we got a lot of people that are panicking in the chat. I can see it right now. Uh, I swear there were so many fumbles today. Eagles are killing it. Eagles are going to probably be NFC champions at this point. Dropping DJ Moore uh, says, Drew. Amitabu says, still not looking good for ETN. Man, if they just run them. You know, J-Rob looks good. Admittedly, he looks good. He looks really good today. He was averaging up to 3.8 yards per carry or at 3.8 yards per carry walking into this game. Did really, really well in this game. Um, they ran the ball well. Whether it's ETN or J-Rob, they're going to run the ball well. They're they're proving that. Uh, but what do you do? What do you do if you got a guy like J-Rob? Can you package J-Rob and somebody for uh, a JJ? Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Kamara killed me, says JD. Look, he's still going to be a buy low. There's still going to be a lot of players that are buy lows walking into this week. Took JJ over Cup. Don't worry. Look, you are you were literally three weeks into fantasy football. You can't overreact. Cooper Cup looks great, but, but JJ was everybody's darling coming out of week one. So let's not overreact. Look, look at what happened to, to Aaron Jones last week. Aaron Jones was a massive, massive buy low walking into week two. He blew up. You couldn't touch Aaron Jones for, for anything walking out a week two, now you can trade for him again pretty easily. Uh, Swift is a huge disappointment right now, and we don't even know what's going on with them. We don't know what's going on with them. Legion says panic on Pitts. Pitts had a pretty decent day. I don't know that we go over that. Let's go over the the, the uh, results and, and talk about who should be. Potentially a buy low and so high, just looking at the numbers and and just break down all the stats. Buy low on CMC? Yeah, I mean, he's not not overwhelming his fantasy owners, but he definitely, I think, feels like a guy that uh, you could probably see somebody be a little cautious trading away, but you could also see somebody wanting to um, potentially get out because they fear... The inevitable. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's so mad at Pitts. Pitts had a good day. It was a nice little bounce back day. Thoughts on Dalvin Cook. He's probably out a little. Well, he could play with a flak jacket. Um, I, think flat, I think he could definitely play with a flak jacket. Uh, and he might try and suit up. I think he's going to try and suit up and play. Basically, with his shoulder, as I've told you guys before, he's got that torn labrum. This is, I believe, his right shoulder. That labrum is basically a seal that keeps that ball in the socket. And... He's torn that, that seal so it uh, easily slips out. The ball and socket easily slip out uh, because that seal's not tight. It's a damaged labrum. Yeah, Pierce looked good today. Pierce looked I see a couple comments where people like Pierce t- stinks, Pierce this, Pierce that. Pitt stinks, Pierce pits. We're, we're all mad at Pierce and Pitts. Why? Why? They both played really decent. Uh, Burrow bounced back big time. Uh, Burrow would have at least four more touchdowns if it weren't for a couple really strange calls by the refs and inability for, uh, for for Jamar Chase to pull in and complete the actual catch in the end zone. There have been at least three or four touchdowns that Jamar Chase should have had. Jamar Chase should have not only today's touchdown and week one's touchdown, he should have at least three more. Jamar Chase should have five touchdowns. Joe Burrow should have at least nine touchdowns. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, but it's really frustrating to see all the hatred and negativity on Joe Burrow when he's doing best, the best he can. He, he had a phenomenal day considering he had a couple opportunities to have more touchdowns. He had three TDs, just under 300 yards. Uh, Jamar Chase is definitely undervalued right now. Am I upset at him? Yeah. Has he been under delivering? Yeah. Um, Pierce had 100 yards and a TD. What more do people want? I don't know. I don't know, Jennifer. I'm not sure why everyone's throwing shade at it. At Damian Pierce. I think people are throwing shade at him that sat him. Because they're like, I'm not going to trust in this guy. He did well. And then they're mad at him or something. I don't understand. There are going to be a lot of people upset. But guess what? It's buy low and sell high season for at least half of the season every single year. And we're going to have panic mode set in for a lot of you. Even walking into next week. This is fantasy football. And I think people need to remember why you played. You're playing for the competition. You're playing for the uphill climb. You're playing for being down by 10 walking into Monday night and having your your second best wide receiver going. That's why we play. I don't... Caden, come on. I know Caden's joking here. But some people are asking weird questions like, JJ startable. Can we Should we trade Jay? Like, I, I know you're probably joking. I know you're probably joking. Um... People that are going to be the way they're going to be in the chat, you're going to get removed. So you can, either, you can either be a positive force in the community, or you can come in and you can drop clown emojis, and you can try and be a, a disruption to the community. You'll just be removed. It's that simple. Uh, knew I should have started TJ Hawkinson, started Logan Thomas, shaking your head. You didn't know it, Jordan, because if you knew it, you would have did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I appreciate you, but look, it's going to be hindsight. Hindsight's always... crystal clear but if you knew it you would have did it so don't dwell on the past don't act like you knew you should have drafted cup over Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE. JJ, or that you should have started this player over that player. You didn't know it. Like in the Sopranos, when when, Bo- I think it's Bobby Bacala tries to tell Junior Soprano, I knew it, I knew it. He says, you didn't know it. I just told you. Like, that's what we just saw told you you didn't know it you know you can't think like that you're gonna drive yourself nuts and, and stop trying to determine that everything is the way it is right now when things can change again and Eckler maybe maybe he does continue to bust he could he could be the biggest drop-off in fantasy football value we've seen in a long time you know but 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 let me tell you this before we move on, let me tell you this. C- crystal clear. Let's use Eckler as an example. There's just as much risk in getting rid of Eckler and giving up on him at a low value than there is keeping him or believing in him. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't think, oh, if I get rid of him, I'm out of the risk game. You get rid of a player like Eckler on the cheap and you don't get enough, guess what? Your risk is greater getting rid of him than it is getting some other player. JT was extremely disappointing, but does anybody believe JT and Eckler and JJ and Jamar Chase and a a long laundry list of players is going to continue to do badly? Everybody needs to calm down, take a deep breath and realize that things change. Let's go over this Rams and Cardinal game first. Uh, Stafford doing nothing. No TDs um, on the ground even. Uh, no INTs, no TDs, 249 yards. Akers had a pretty relatively good day with the 61 yards on 12 carries, 5.1 yards per carry, one TD. He had a couple plays where he looked pretty pretty solid and explosive um, given that he's coming off that Achilles, but it's still a muddy backfield. Um, the Rams don't look on point, so it's tough to even know what to expect from Akers going forward. I think he'd be a better sell high candidate than he would be um anything else uh but but I do think that he's becoming on the verge of flex worthy um go forward if he's going to get 12 to 15 totes of the rock on the regular but keep in mind that 12 carries is usually not going to land you 61 yards and a touchdown on any offense 12 carries will oftentimes get you about six seven points you know, you can't always count on a TD. So this is a salvage day. Cooper Cup, everybody's saying you should have drafted Cooper Cup over JJ. You're extremely disappointed. Cooper Cup had a touchdown run, but past that, he didn't explode. He had a good day. Four catches, 61 yards. Cooper Cup, uh, no touchdowns. So that, that right there in PPR is six points. And then you got the, the rushing touchdown, which was, was great. But it's not like he had the best day ever. And people are not here talking about, can't believe I didn't draft Cooper Cup. Look, we're three weeks in. A wide receiver could slump to week five and not do anything from weeks one through five. Come in in week six, tear it up and be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. We need to keep that in mind. Uh, Higby, four for 61. Not a horrible day. A-Rob, two for 23, being extremely disappointing. Cardinals side of the football, Kyler Murray, 314. Good yardage, but no touchdowns, no INTs. This was a brutal game from a scoring perspective. Connor, 39 carries, but he was banged up anyway, so he was a risk going into this game. Um Hollywood Brown, 140 yards off 14 catches, did phenomenal considering what we were looking at here. Like this is not a, a good scoring affair. He he fared really well in this situation, getting 14 balls for 140. Hollywood brought his A game. Uh yeah, Khalil Herbert, C, CJ is going to be going to be talking about him all week long because Monty has potentially two injuries, uh a knee and an ankle, and so he could be looking like a, a multiple game uh a player that's out multiple games, so get ready for get ready for that. Get ready for a buy-low season. Uh, Swift sucks not not really bro bro he doesn't suck he's not being used because he's either banged up or something else is going on which is a problem but but he, he he doesn't suck he's a he's one of the more talented running backs in the league he's not scoring right now he's not scoring right now and is he a good buy low i I, I think he is is it more risky to ignore the opportunity I think so because if he's if he can be bought at dirt cheap pricing, I'd, I'd take. I'd rather take that chance than take the chance somebody else is going to grab it. Uh, my enemy that has a, a team that's going to blow up. You got to take chances on buying low after three weeks of action. You guys, this is, I mean, I've seen some panic before. But I feel like this is the most panicked I've ever seen a fantasy football world. Not community, world. We're not the only ones panicking. The entire world is panicking. The entire fantasy football culture is panicking. This isn't something that, oh, poor me. Like, I was trying to calm down Miss Smitty, who's saying my team did this. My team didn't do this. My team. It's everybody. Everybody's, like, if you look around your league, everyone is struggling, and everyone's only looking at their own roster. When you look at all the players that busted this week, when you look at, uh, you look at, you know, you you look at uh, 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 Jonathan Taylor, you look at Swift, you look at JJ, you look at Jamar Chase, you look at player after player after player after player. Even Mahomes, other quarterbacks you expected to do well. Herbert, he was banged up, but we still expected something. Eckler, it's, think about what what I'm saying here. I'm talking about a majority of all of the fantasy football players. And so, I mean, (laughs) you're, you're looking at your own team. You're not taking a glance around. Everybody struggled this week in some form. There might be one or two leagues that had the right co- or teams that had the right combination of players. Doesn't mean that everybody struggled. Everybody struggled some some way. On uh, one league, two leagues. If you do four leagues, I guarantee you are not four and zero this week, uh, unless you drafted the same exact team and had everybody bounce off. But everybody's overreacting to an extreme degree. There are so many buy low opportunities right now. Like people are going to ask me this week, should I bench Eckler? You can't bench Austin Eckler. Smitty, should I should I give up on JJ? You can't give up on JJ. Najee and ETN are becoming a bust. I am 0-3. Yeah, ETN's definitely um, lagging. Can he bounce back at some point? Absolutely. Would you put him on the bench? I mean, I, I would put him on the bench if you have a, a, a safer option. No question about it. But, but Najee, what are you going to do? You got to try and sell him high. This is why I've been saying sell him high for weeks. And, and, and there's been some pushback on that. But his offense is struggling. His offense is going to limit him. If his foot doesn't limit him, his offense will limit him. This is why Najee's been on my sell high for weeks. What should I do with Henry? I mean, you could hold him for a little longer and hope he does well. But I would take what he did today. On an offense that I don't think is going to traditionally have the same exact kind of performance week in and week out. You're going to have a lot of inconsistency. Same thing you saw with, with, uh, with Aaron Jones.